What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Coming to America. I'm Quinn. And I'm Daisy. And today we have a very special episode where we're going to be discussing Halloween. I have lived here for two years now and still haven't experienced, well, it'll be two years this year, I should say, still haven't experienced Halloween. And this year, I feel like we'll be no different. It'll be... What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Coming to America. I'm Quinn. And I'm Daisy. And today we have a very spooky episode where we're going to be discussing Halloween. So I've lived here for what will be two years coming up in November and haven't experienced Halloween yet. Obviously not a big thing in Australia. And this year, unfortunately, with everything that's going on, I probably still won't be able to experience it. So uh, definitely not quite the uh, American experience that I was hoping for, but fingers crossed 2021 will be a little bit better. But before we get started on this episode, if you like what you hear, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We're now also on iHeartRadio, so make sure you check us out on there if that's your platform of choice. While you're also on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us a five-star review so new listeners can find the podcast and help us climb the Apple Podcast charts. You can also now find us on YouTube at Coming to America and on TikTok at Coming to America Podcast, where you can see the show in 60-second bites. So on this episode, like I said, we're going to be discussing all things Halloween. I am personally not a horror movie person in general, but to celebrate this episode, Daisy and I both watched The Shining for the first time, which... I think we're going to discuss for a little bit, which was definitely, you know, kind of lived up to the hype of being one of the better movies or one of the best movies of all time. I have never seen The Shining ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people are like shocked by that. Um, but I'm also not a huge fan of horror or horror isn't like it's OK to me, but like any spooky, scary, like jump scares. I think that's what really gets me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still haven't seen The Shining. So it was nice to finally watch it um, since it's now 40 years old. Yes. No, we kind of realized that as we were starting. We're like, well, this movie is old. Yeah. 1980 to 2020 just you know definitely gets up there. But um, yeah, like you said, I'm not like I said, I'm not a massive horror person and you're not either. I think the only horror films, the most recent one that we watched was probably Parasite which I suppose kind of falls more into like the thriller category, less so than horror, do you think? Uh, I think it's definitely a little bit more thriller because thrillers, like you are on the edge of your seat, like what's going to happen? And Parasite was a really good movie. Um, But I do enjoy like some scary movies, but I definitely don't like go out of my way to watch them. Mm -hmm. I'll watch them if it's like with a group, with friends. Um, But I... Definitely don't go out of my way. That being said, I don't mind like gore. Like I know some people don't like, I don't know, like Deadpool or like any t- Deadpool really more like Saw where they have to like drill into yeah, each other's Saw. head. Yeah, Saw. I don't stuff. know why. I was gonna say Deadpool's Deadpool. somewhat gory where they get ripped in half, um, but not that. But bad. like Saw and any um, what is that one where they mysteriously die or they die of everyday. I'm not too sure. Things. You're asking the wrong person. Um, Mission Impossible. <laughs> no, Mission Grey's Anatomy. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, no, we'll forget that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I hope but so. they just like die of like simple things, like the train goes off of the the runways. Or, oh, Final like, Destination. Final Destination. See, okay. Um, I don't really mind it. Uh, it's not the gore or anything that scares me, mm-hmm. but um, the jump scares do. But The Shining was very interesting, I think, because it's been um, kind of repurposed so much in pop culture nowadays, mm-hmm. um, especially with all the memes. Yep. Um, and like r- once we finished the movie, you turned on 
the episode of The Simpsons. Yes, Treehouse of Horror 5, which I only knew, like I, like I said, I haven't seen The Shining before that, by, but my point of reference for it was this episode of The Simpsons where, you know, Homer and the family go to this estate and he goes crazy and tries to kill them, but get, then that craziness gets, you know, fended off by TV. So... Um, yeah, it was a very interesting kind of noticing things in The Shining and being like, oh yeah, I know that scene from the Simpsons episode, which I feel like I can say probably quite a lot just in general about all normal <laughs> movies. But, um, what did you like? I mean, obviously the memes were a big part of it. There was the scene at the end, obviously where Jack gets frozen and dies and you were like, oh my God, this is where the memes yeah. from, um, which was so funny. Cause I haven't seen that meme in so long, but you know, it just kind of lives on forever. Yeah. But I didn't know that that was that scene was the meme. Mm -hmm. um, I I never really thought about where that meme came from, but I did not think that it got, it came from Shining. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a good movie overall. I just don't think that it like aged well. It, or I guess it just didn't age well. And I guess it was because it was 1980s. Like it's it was too cheesy for me. Right. Um, in some instances. And like it was, and you mentioned this while we were watching it at the end that like the very end, it was just like the typical girl or like person trying to get away. Can't mm -hmm. do the thing that they need to do. Yeah. Um, or like the, the wife was like running all. Yeah. Or very like daintily, I suppose yes, is one way to put it. Word. She's got like both hands in the air and like kind of like flapping about, um, and then, of course, you know, as they're running, like Jack, the well, Danny, sorry, rather, finally escapes Jack through the maze. And then all of a sudden, like him and his mom can't run. You know, they're tripping over and falling over each other and all that sort of stuff. Um, so there's definitely like some tropes towards the end where I was like, OK, now it's like a horror film. Yeah. I mean, granted, we've never like been chased by a murderer. So mm -hmm. maybe whenever you're chased by a murderer, you just like. Your legs turn to jelly. Yeah, your legs turn to jelly and you can't function correctly. Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, like, I think that there were a couple of things where I was like, can you just hit him? Can you just please just Yo. hit him in the head with the bat and like multiple like multiple times? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why it was nice when she actually hit Jack when they're on the stairs and he's like, give me the bat, give me the bat. And like she just bonks him in the head. I was like, OK, cool. Like that's what any normal person would do when they're like, you know, going crazy husband is like trying to attack them and kill them. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. And then she did the right thing and like locked him in the, um, you know, in the food cupboard or whatever and, you know, locked the doors and everything. And then the funny thing from the Simpsons episode, which we watched briefly afterwards, um, you know, Homer's in there cause he's the one who goes crazy and he's just eating everything. And then the ghost, which is meant to be, was it Grady? I think that was the, uh, the ghost butler that let him out. Yeah. Yes. And then that's in the Simpsons. That's most he's like, and he's like, Hey Homer, like, we're a little concerned that the uh, the murdering's not happening because you're reading too much. So, you know, are we going to get this on the road or what's happening? He's like, I can't talk. I'm still eating. So they're like, oh, screw it. So they opened it and like drag him out to kill his yeah. family. Um, definitely. I mean, I'm just full of Simpsons references. So there's that. There were a lot of things that we did like, though, for me, uh, the sound design and the soundtrack, like there were some parts that got really loud that might also be partly our tv and its lack of just <laughs> control or compression yeah. on volume because some parts will be absurdly loud and then other parts will be just you know un, you know you just can't hear it but um music wise and the score like there were definitely multiple scenes where the tension and everything built up so well along with the music whereas you know if it wasn't there or if it was a different sound or whatever um it wouldn't have been as effective so i think that was probably the one big takeaway for me from that 
Yeah, um, the music definitely just like sets the tone for the movie. Mm-hmm. Like whenever it first started, you could have put like, I don't know, like the Friends theme song mm-hmm. at the opening scene. That's... I'll be there for you. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> Well, just Jack Nicholson and all of them doing the clapping thing or whatever. Or know. like whenever he like breaks through with the axe, it's like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, I'm sure we'll have to edit this and put it on the TikTok. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Um, but yeah, like music just totally makes the mood for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping that the um, chef would like die honorably. Yeah. But he kind of just like showed up and then he got like axed yeah and that was it like the only reason he came like the only reason he served a purpose was that he brought the thing that made them that let them get away yeah i think it, him which coming, like spoiler alert for all of you guys yeah listening, i mean it's a 40 year old movie i suppose and we <laughs> didn't had time. At the start. i know it's like spoilers on like friends or something terrible <laughs> show um so i have to squeeze it in but yeah i think that kind of like subverted expectations like a lot of people watching it would have been like oh yeah cool here comes the hero to save the day and for him to die, like, almost immediately, he walks through the door and then he says the one line over and over again. He's like, hello, is anybody here? Over and over and over and over and over. Like, they didn't give him any other alternative um, to saying that. And then, of course, like, he gets in the hall and then it's like, whack, um, you know, axe through the heart. So I think that kind of was served a good purpose in the sense that it changed things up and it was like, oh, you know, he's going to save everything. And then like, oh, he's dead. Now they've got, you know, no one to quote unquote save them. Um, so I think that was definitely kind of an interesting take on it in order to change how things played out. Um, in terms of things like, what else do we like? I think there were definitely some like great, um, some great shots, like the cinematography was definitely a big part of it. Like having the, uh, obviously the iconic, uh, following shot of, uh, what's his Danny riding his trike through the hallways and everything. And then along with that too, obviously the sound of his wheels going from the carpet to the hardwood floors back and forth and like building that suspense just through the, um, just through the uh, natural sound. But what's it called in cinema? Diegetic sound, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, going back to my year 12 um, advanced English days. Good that job. One out. Um, but, yeah, there was definitely, like, you know, you can definitely tell why it's one of the most acclaimed movies of all time. And then the ending as well kind of left us, as I'm sure it did a lot of people on the first viewing, I'm like, oh, so what does this mean? Um, and then there was a few different takeaways from it. It was like, was he a ghost? Was he... Um, you know, whatever. And then I think what we kind of landed on was the reincarnation of, um, you know, the groundskeeper or the caretaker, I should say. And Um, he like came back to his origin mm -hmm. and then he just killed his wife and child. And even though it wasn't like twin boys or twin girls, Mm -hmm. like it was just family in general that he was trying to kind of kill. Yeah. Um, I think something that I enjoyed was just like, just the cinematography during that time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the whole red, r- red room thing. Because yeah. I thought he kept saying like red room because of the like, um, there's that scene with the elevators where all the blood comes mm-hmm. through. I thought he was referring to that. Right. And then you, whenever he started writing it, you were like, oh, murder. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I only got it because I started, like, the the angle that they had it on was, like, a 45-degree angle looking from, like, right to left. And I was like, oh, that looks familiar. I was like, oh, murder. Um, and then, like, two seconds later, she looks in the mirror and she's like, oh, murder. And I was like, oh, I solved it before the character. So, oh, good job, suck it. Um 
But yeah, I think then the other kind of question we had towards the end was the furry, the bear and the guy <laughs> yeah. um, just in the bedroom. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, definitely kind of left us questioning a lot of different aspects of the film. The one thing that, and again, another pop cultural reference from it, there's, I'm pretty sure there's a panic, it's either Fallout Boy or Panic at the Disco. There's a music video where they do the exact same thing, or maybe it's 30 Seconds to Mars. I'll have to uh, I double check I do remember this. a music video. I don't know who it was Is by, it The but Kill? I... I think it's The Kill from 30 Seconds to I Mars, right? I think it's right? The Kill too. Okay, we'll have to double check that. But yeah, that was where I remembered it. I was like, oh, that's that was the like, kind of light bulb moment where I was like, oh, that's where that comes from. Um, so kind of like how you had with the meme, but still just a very random scene in general. Yeah, I think because I looked it up a little bit afterwards and I think it has to do more with the book and like something about the prequel and a subplot or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess we got to read the book to understand. Yeah. Well, Which doing... The Shining is like a huge book, isn't it? Yeah, by Stephen King. But apparently uh, Stanley Kubrick asked to have like a little bit more freedom to do the Shining movie as opposed to the Shining book storyline wise. And um, what's his Stephen King was like, yeah, sure, you know, go for it. And then Stanley Kubrick like went all out. And apparently Stephen King is not happy with how it kind of ended up. Yeah, that's what I saw too. And then I saw that they had like a 1997 like miniseries that S Stephen King like helped um, write. And that mm -hmm. was something supposed to be like a little bit more... Um, Based on the book. Yeah. And then there's also uh, Dr. Sleep, isn't it? The, it was like a movie or a TV series that just came out fairly recently. Oh, really? That was meant to be a sequel to The Shining. And everyone was like, oh, you know, 40 years later, we're kind of getting this. I'm is, not that, too... is that like Doc Sleep, like the, child, the child? I'm not too sure. Because remember, he, the, the Danny was known as Doc? Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. Ooh. And if it's not, then we'll just have to pitch it to some Hollywood executives, I suppose. Yeah, come on. What are you guys doing? So final thoughts on the film? Final thoughts. It was good if I was in 1980. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it aged okay. I think definitely the cinematography and the sound design, like, kept me in it. I think, you know, even for, like, non-horror fans, like the both of us not being horror, horror fans, it just got a little too cheesy towards the end where it's like, oh, you know, now they can't run. Somehow she can't fit through this window. And even you were like, when she's trying to escape, it's like at this point, I would have just broken the glass yeah. and just like forced myself through. Definitely some creative liberties taken to just advance the plot, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's an older movie, so there's definitely a lot that could still be done now with it. Um, I just think that there are some parts where I kind of like dozed off, like the, the middle part where they were in the bathroom, in the red bathroom. I definitely dozed off. And mm -hmm. then I was like, wait, what's happening i'm confused yeah. <laughs> and you had to like re-explain it to me yeah it was definitely it was an interesting scene where like going back and forth between like when he's i suppose not hallucinating and then when he's hallucinating or seeing all the ghosts there and everything or whatever it might be um and yeah interesting seeing them both just in this brightly lit um you know bathroom and i think that was another one of the key takeaways for me was like just the coloring and like the set design as well of it yeah. like some really bright colors that really like look beautiful yeah, and every room seemed to be just like this. I mean, it was 80s style, I guess, mm -hmm. like really crazy colors, Yo. like the green bathroom, mm -hmm. the like yellow main hall, um, the red bathroom. Yeah, like, 
and even just at the beginning with um just the grass and everything like it is such a like the green just pops out against the uh, castle and everything yeah it was um very interesting and i noticed a lot of these um scenes from the movie ready player one mm-hmm. um which came out in like 2018 and I was like, oh, I remember the scene. It's not as scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was still like a good movie overall. Um, I mean, I guess it was a good Halloween movie to start us off on, mm-hmm. which neither uh, one of us like go out of our way to like find scary movies. So this will probably be the only one until next year. Yeah, or at least for a little bit. Um, definitely a big shout out to everyone who messaged suggesting a ton of films. We got so, so many like horror movie suggestions to at least check out and i told everyone that you know like neither of us like jump scares because it's kind of just feels cheap and uh, i don't i hate to love or i love to hate jump scares right i like the adrenaline Mm -hmm. but i also don't like it (laughs) yeah so definitely not for me but our friends richard and rob both say yeah these these movies the ones they suggested you know kind of build up slowly and they were very much inspired by the shining so i think that's um definitely a positive takeaway Okay, so moving on to the second half of the podcast, we can just chat about Halloween for a little bit. And like I said at the start, it's basically non-existent in Australia, except for some, you know, of the younger kids and uh, maybe some like early teenagers. But obviously here in the US, it's a pretty big thing. So Daisy, what was it like, you know, having Halloween growing up and like through high school, through college and all that sort of stuff? Um, I mean, I always celebrated Halloween. Um, I dressed up as... Not Barney. I think I was Barney. Mm-hmm. I was Barney, and then I had dressed up as... No, I was Barney's friend, that green friend. I don't know. I didn't watch the show. Oh, okay. And then I dressed up as Elmo, mm-hmm. and then I dressed up as Poe from the Teletubbies. <laughs> I was like, Poe. Mm-hmm. And it's the smallest one, so it fit me. Yeah. Um, and that was my, like, childhood Halloween, and I would go to, like... Um, different houses and we'd always get candy and like tons and tons of candy um i remember being in middle school and going on like hay rides around like our country neighborhood Mm -hmm. and they had little halloween parties which was really nice and fun my mom would dress our dogs up Mm -hmm. and she would like stand outside and like give everybody halloween candies um and then when i you know got a little bit older there was like um, you would wear Halloween costumes to like school or something. Right. Um, and then of course, when you're in college, you get to be whatever you want to be yep. and get to dress a little slutty. Yeah. So I was going to say, <laughs> is the stereotype that Halloween is just an excuse for guys and girls to get, you know, messy and slutty and everything. Do you feel like that holds up? Um, I think it depends on who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 50, 50, um, I don't think I really branched out into that area, Mm -hmm. but that's also because I procrastinated every single Halloween. I'd be like in September or August, I'd be like, oh, I know what I'm going to be. And then um, it would just all of a sudden be October 15th. And I was like, oh, okay, I can't order any of these items because they're sold out or they take up too much time or I don't have enough money. (laughs) Yeah, or it's not going to ship in time. Didn't you dress up as a Chipotle bowl? Um, as well last year, year before? Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. So, yes, I was a Chipotle bowl because Chipotle is my favorite restaurant in the entire world. And mm-hmm. I could literally eat it every single day. Yeah, not sponsored um, yet. 
not sponsored yet, but Chipotle at me because I will be it. there. <laughs> um, but yes, I was really dedicated to making this Chipotle bowl. Like you had to like paper, you had to buy a huge balloon and then make a paper mache of the balloon mm -hmm. and then like tie the, the thing to hold it and then like get a paperboard cut out and like get, um, what's it? Paper wrinkle. Like uh, the paper stuffing that you paper put into Paper stuffing, the, yeah. Yep. And like make the cheese and start, start like I was committed to this mm -hmm. thing. Um, and I thought it was a super cute idea. And I'm a very stubborn person. Yep. So I remember my mom being like, why are you wasting your time? You're not, like, not going to finish it. And I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I am. <laughs> yep. And I did. Um, and so I went to work <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I remember, I think I was messaging you and you, and I was still in Australia at the time. And I was like, what, I think with the time difference, it was late for you. And I was like, why are you still up? And you sent me a photo of like glue of the tomatoes as you're trying to paste it on. I was like, okay, so you're still making the um, I outfit. was dedicated. Mm -hmm. Like it took me forever. Cause I of course waited until the last minute, yep. but I was dedicated and I made Ali a little taco. She, mm -hmm. I was a Chipotle bowl and Ali was a little chipotle taco yeah and i like printed out the logo and i like hot glued like um what's it uh tin foil to her yep. little taco and made it look like it was like a taco it was so cute mm -hmm. i it's without a doubt the most effort you've put into anything in your life i would have to say yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding um, no but um like i think as you get older like there's definitely like a point in your in your age like probably like 18 to 22 or whatever, mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, I can be whatever I want, whether it's something creative or slutty and you just yeah. want to get drunk. Um, and then like, I think as you mature, I guess you want to be a little bit more creative and do punny things and yeah. like have like genuine good costume ideas. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, at least that's how I aged. Um but I mean, I would say Halloween's pretty fun. And also there's a ton of candy, like, and mm -hmm. also a ton of Halloween booze. Yeah. And we had what, butter beer, butter, um, we had the other day, the Harry Potter style yeah. thing, which could probably work. Did you work say Harry that. Potter style? Or whatever it's called. Harry. <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter style beer, but like oh, okay. butter beer, right? And it's like, it's just creaming soda with like cream on top. For but. some reason, I thought you were trying to talk, trying to mention Harry Styles. I was like, no, no. He that's who shall not, not be what, named. That's not what we did. Massive crossover between yeah. One Direction <laughs> and Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely obviously ha Halloween themed cocktails. Um, but then also just going back to the Chipotle bowl, didn't you get free or it was like a buy one, get one free voucher? Because you met someone who worked at Chipotle and loved your costume so much. Yeah. So um, the way that my costume was, it was like freaking huge. So I couldn't like walk around with it and Allie. Mm -hmm. um, so whenever I would go to parties with friends, like it would just be, it would be me and my Chipotle bowl. But um, whenever we went to dog events, because I do go to, I did before COVID. Yeah. I went to a lot of dog events, especially Halloween events, and I would dress Allie up. Um, but we went to a Barktoberfest and Allie was a little taco and somebody came up to us and was like, oh my God, like I love your costume. Here's a bunch of coupons yeah. for like, I think it was like 50% off or buy one, get one 50% mm -hmm. off um, or something. I think it was 50% off, like yeah. straight up 50% off. Um, and I was like, heck 
Yeah. Yeah. And it was the best day ever. Was she even in like uniform or anything or was it just some random person that was like, yeah, I work at Chipotle and I also carry on my person a bunch of 50% off discount coupons. No, I think they had, I think they were like a vendor or something. And she had like a Chipotle shirt on, but it wasn't like an employee Mm -hmm. shirt. I don't know. Might have just been like a brand ambassador in quotes. Yeah, like a brand ambassador kind of thing. But I was like, heck yeah, I love Chipotle. Like, give them to me. Yeah, I was thinking for this year, you know, like obviously assuming COVID didn't hit and everything, I was thinking of like funny puns to do a costume, you know, if we were going to go to a party. And so my first one was Harley Quinn. So I get dressed up as, um, you know, Harley Quinn from Batman and, you know, short skirt. And like my hair is definitely long enough now to do like the pigtails and dye each one blue and the other one red and go blonde and everything. And obviously it's a good pun with my last name being Quinn and Daisy referring to me as Quinn most of the time as well. I still think that we can do that. We can totally just do home. that. Let me bleach your head. Mm-hmm. No, you just want an excuse to bleach my hair. Yes. <laughs> my other costume idea was Fox News. And so basically I dress up as a reporter with a microphone and like, you know, Fox on it. But then I also wear like a Fox, like an actual Fox um, hat or something like that, or like a onesie. <gasps> yeah, um, and so I was like, yeah, I'll be like, I'm Fox News, blah, 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 or something like that. So um, had a few ideas, obviously, unfortunately, not going to happen this year. Um, either that or we'll just get dressed up in the apartment and, Trick or treat with Allie inside here, and I suppose. Eat candy. Yeah, well, that's the one good thing about Halloween. Like all the all the candy will go on sale immediately afterwards. That's the only reason I like Easter because chocolate goes on sale straight away too. And the best thing is, is that your birthday is November first, mm-hmm. so all the Halloween candy will go on sale for your birthday. Yeah, it's the best present anyone to ask, which is a whole lot of candy and a whole lot of chocolate. Um, <laughs> and you don't like holidays just like in general i just Mm -hmm. want to make sure that everybody realized that you hate holidays yeah well not i mean hate's a strong word it changes holiday to holiday i think christmas is probably the big one mostly because everyone's so happy and like oh my gosh blah 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 you know we finally get time off from work and oh today jesus was born and like (laughs) no one like no one refers to it as jesus birthday it's just december 25th um so there's that and then like as we've referred to in earlier episodes, America has so many holidays and so many national day of small chihuahuas with big ear day or something like that. Like something, you know, so niche and obscure, like it just really annoyed me. Um, and so definitely probably, I don't feel like I hate Halloween yet, mostly cause I haven't experienced it. Um, but yeah, probably give me one year of experience and then I'll probably be fed up with it. I think that also maybe one reason why you are not as annoyed, I guess, is because I don't really, like, I'm not super into Halloween. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really decorate. Even whenever I lived by myself, I maybe had, like, um, like a light or two. But in my own office, I had, like, spider webs, which was really cool. But that was pretty much as far as I went. Um, Christmas, on the other hand, is where I go all out. I think that's definitely a big part of why i hate christmas as well there was the first year that i was here that we decorated your work office with a whole bunch of christmas decorations and And it was so freaking cute it took the entire an entire sunday um and it went up for what maybe a week and then came straight back down and it was what maybe longer no it was up for like the whole month of december yeah it was definitely up for the whole month of december because i made sure that my door was open and everyone was like wow Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was frustrating because I was like, yeah, we're just going to put this up for, you know, a month, as you say. 
And then it's just going to come right back down. So I And know. it was worth it. It was so cute. I had like little snowflakes coming from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I had like a Hello Kitty Christmas tree made out of, but also made out of videotapes because yeah. we worked in a newsroom and they mm-hmm. were old videotapes. Like I remember it was spending, brilliant. we're going office to office getting those tapes to build that Christmas tree and then covering it with like, what was it? Like the cellophane kind of um What's he that goes it was over just the like top garland. of it? Yeah, basically. Like shreddable garland, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting nightmares. So. Ah, my best day ever. I hate it. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't forget to leave us a five star review as it helps new listeners find the show and help us climb to the Apple Podcast ranks. You can follow us on Instagram at Daisy. Dot Jane with two E's and at Seb underscore Quinn to suggest topics each week and have your thoughts read live on the show. That's it for today's episode. I've been Daisy and I've been Quinn. And remember, Christmas is just around the corner. Uh. <laughs>